This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Andrew Miller, Toronto, June 2006. The Consolation of Philosophy by Anicius Manlius Severinus Boethius. Translated by H. R. James. Book 5 Free Will and God's Foreknowledge. Section 1 and Song 1 Chance. She ceased and was about to pass on in her discourse to the exposition of other matters when I break in and say, Excellent is thine exhortation and such as well beseemeth thy high authority. But I am even now experiencing one of the many difficulties which, as thou saidst but now, beset the question of providence. I want to know whether thou deemest that there is any such thing as chance at all, and, if so, what it is. Then she made answer, I am anxious to fulfill my promise completely, and open to thee a way of return to thy native land. As for these matters, though very useful to know, they are yet a little removed from the path of our design, and I fear lest digressions should fatigue thee, and thou shouldst find thyself unequal to completing the direct journey to our goal. Have no fear for that, said I. It is rest to me to learn, where learning brings delight so exquisite, especially when thy argument has been built up on all sides with undoubted conviction, and no place is left for uncertainty in what follows. She made answer, I will accede to thy request. And forthwith she thus began, If chance be defined as a result produced by random movement, without any link of causal connection, I roundly affirm that there is no such thing as chance at all, and consider the word to be altogether without meaning, except as a symbol of the thing designated. What place can be left for random action when God constraineth all things to order? For ex nihilo nihil is sound doctrine which none of the ancients gainsaid, although they used it of material substance, not of the efficient principle. This they laid down as a kind of basis for all their reasonings concerning nature. Now, if a thing arise without causes, it will appear to have arisen from nothing. But if this cannot be, neither is it possible for there to be chance in accordance with the definition just given. Well, said I, is there, then, nothing which can properly be called chance or accident? Or is there something to which these names are appropriate, though its nature is dark to the vulgar? Our good Aristotle, says she, has defined it concisely in his physics, and closely in accordance with the truth. How, pray, said I. Thus, says she, 
whenever something is done for the sake of a particular end, and for certain reasons some other result than that designed ensues, this is called chance. For instance, if a man is digging the earth for tillage, and finds a mass of buried gold. Now, such a find is regarded as accidental. Yet it is not ex nihilo, for it has its proper causes, the unforeseen and unexpected concurrence of which has brought the chance about. For had not the cultivator been digging, had not the man who hid the money buried it in that precise spot, the gold would not have been found. These, then, are the reasons why the find is a chance one, in that it results from causes which met together and concurred, not from any intention on the part of the discoverer. Since neither he who buried the gold, nor he who worked in the field, intended that the money should be found, but, as I said, it happened by coincidence that one dug where the other buried the treasure. We may, then, define chance as being an unexpected result flowing from a concurrence of causes where the several factors had some definite end. But the meeting and concurrence of these causes arises from that inevitable chain of order which, flowing from the fountainhead of providence, disposes all things in their due time and place. Song 1. Chance. In the rugged Persian highlands, where the masters of the bow skill to feign a flight, and, fleeing, hurl their darts and pierce the foe, there the Tigris and Euphrates at one source their waters blend, soon to draw apart and plainward each its separate way to wend. When once more their waters mingle in a channel, deep and wide, all the flotsam comes together that is borne upon the tide. Ships and trunks of trees uprooted in the torrent's wild career meet as mid the swirling waters chance their random way may steer. Yet the shelving of the channel and the flowing water's force guides each movement and determines every floating fragment's course. Thus, where'er the drift of hazard seems most unrestrained to flow, chance herself is reined and bitted, and the curb of law doth know. End of Book 5 Free Will and God's Foreknowledge Section 1 and Song 1 Chance